Are you a podcaster interested to know how you can make money from your show? It's easier than you might think. With Dynamo, you can monetize your show while staying in complete control. And the best part of all is that you don't even need to change your host platform. Visit voxnest.com slash dynamo for more information. That's V-O-X-N-E-S-T dot com slash D-Y-N-A-M-O. Voxnest.com slash dynamo and turn your passion into profit. Life is about connections and allowing your heart center to be your guiding light. But as we know, life gets in the way. We need to find the breath and truly understand what connection really feels like. Swami Alhanda Parmashana has been helping people build these connections through Kriya Yoga for many years. I met Swami at the Arthur Finley College and her values of being loving and kind always shone through. Which she explains here. You know, people read books, they want to do all these things. But actually, Julian, the greatest thing is to be loving and kind. It's such a simple thing. And I think we learn this with family. We learn this with, with meeting our friends. We learn this with life. Um, we need to change my strap line for my, my world peace mission is to change yourself, change the world, peace in the heart, peace in the home. I'm Julian Jenkins, and you're listening to That's the Spirit. Swami Alihanda Parmashana, the founder of the World Peace Mission, author, lecturer, direct authentic teacher of sacred wisdom, and the leader of workshops in Kriya Yoga, talks openly about the crossover with her spiritual beliefs and those of our mediumistic ideas. Well, I live my I live my life with spirituality as well. You know, I I have both going on. I've been married for forty six years, three children. My husband has a a business. The children are in the business, but I live, and I have my workshops. I've travelled to India. I found my guru. All these things, and my family as well. And I find it's very important. I think to have it all is as a all together julian i think that family is a very spiritual thing and a very growing thing and i think um to have a spiritual life in a family is very important that harmony within ourselves love and harmony and realize that the mother is the hub of the family so i mean what took you along this spiritual journey and how did you how did you come across this pathway well, the, I, I was 35 and I had a dream. You know, you talk about connecting to the, uh, to the inner planes and connecting when you do your, your um, at the Arthur Finley and, and being trained for your mediumship. I had this profound dream, and it's a similar sort of thing in a way. I contacted this, he, this being in a dream, and from that, I wanted to find him in the world. It took me 12 years to find him. And then from there, he taught me Kriya Yoga. I went back many times to India to his ashram. And then in 2003, he took me with a group to Badranath, which is a holy place right up in the Himalayas on the border of China. And uh, coming home, we were saying goodbye to some, the Indian group. And he said, um, Elizabeth, I was Elizabeth then, has a world peace mission. 
And I am a mother living in Cornwall with three children. <laughs> I mean, Elizabeth has a world peace mission. I thought, well, this is very strange. This is an extraordinary journey. And, and tell me, how did you get to meet the Dalai Lama and, and what was it like when you were in his presence? So he asked this very nice man to make the appointment and the following year we went. And I, was to, I had to talk to the Dalai Lama about it. And really I talked about, and I, when you, through meditation and through Kriya Yoga, uh, you go inside. Babaji used to say, go inside, go inside. And you go inside in meditation, you come behind the eyes, you come and be inside your heart, you come inside your body, and you find that light within you, your soul light. And when you do your mediumship, that soul light that leaves the body at death, going into the other realms, Kriya Yoga actually is very much about training you in the divine breath to contact your soul that at death you arise from your body and go to the inner planes. And through mediumship, you as a medium contact souls from the other plane to come and speak through you. You connect with them when they speak with you. I found that a wonderfully interesting thing. I'd never been to Arthur Finley before. I've not been with mediums before. And I found that all the training I've had with Kriya Yoga, I could understand exactly what you were talking about. Kriya Yoga, you're right. It's about creating that space, that space that spirit will fill. And, and yoga or mindfulness, all these tools, they can really help your mediumship, can't they? It's amazing because in Kriya Yoga, when you connect with your soul and then you go to the supreme soul, you go to the creator of everything. I call it God. I'm happy to call it God. Some people call it spirit or supreme soul. I love supreme soul. And then also in that, in, in connecting with that, you connect with every other living being, all nature. And you find that connectedness and it helps bring harmony and peace into your life. A lot of people will use their own sort of meditation techniques, as I said, whether that be mindfulness or just straight breath meditation. What makes Kriya Yoga that little bit different and, and what has drawn you to it and how have you seen examples of it? Because what I found is that through Kriya Yoga, um, the, it, it opens all the abilities within you. Um, for example, um, I, I, when I go to church and I go to a funeral, um, I think many people have this uh, quality that they can see the soul leaving and, and in that service is a wonderful thing that happens that through that wonderful service and the prayers and the singing, at a certain time, this column of light comes into the church and the Lord Christ and all the angels come and the soul goes through that wonderful service. Singing, prayer and all these things are very important to aid the soul leave the body. It's very important to have a good service when they die. The other thing was another interesting thing happened with my husband's aunt. She passed away. 
and when I closed my eyes, I saw her soul standing by her bed in the hospital. So I held her hand and we walked up this, in my vision, we walked up this path of light and her little dog came to her because it's very alive on the other side. And she picked up this little dog because she loved this little dog. And then before her opened up Glencoe where she was born. And my mother-in-law, my father-in-law came to meet her and she went, she went beyond the veil. And the neighbors, when I saw them later on in the evening, they said, well, her, her dying wish was to have her ashes scattered in Glencoe. So she went home. And this I feel, and like you're giving people evidence of deathlessness. My master Babaji is a deathless saint. He's lived in the Himalayas in a deathless in his deathless body for thousands of years, overseeing this world. And this is what humanity needs to know, that we are deathless immortal beings living a human life. And we are here to love one another and to help one another, whether we're dead or whether we're in the body or out of the body, that we can really break that fear of death and help humanity to live their lives happily. Because as we live, actually, Julian, as we live and as we are in our lives, the attitude we have will make our tomorrows and will make our death and make our life on the other plane. It's a truth. So we must be good and kind. People might think, oh, that's, you know, a threat or whatever. But no, as we sow, we reap. And as we are, so we're opening the veil, we're opening into the next realm. And we are then drawn in the vibrational level of our love and kindness that we have here to the level in the next realm. Swami, that's beautiful. And I, I actually feel like saying amen to that. We touched upon meeting the Dalai Lama. Is it possible you could go into a little bit more detail and, and tell us how it felt when you met such a spiritual and wonderful person? It was wonderful meeting him. And uh, there were seven of us that went. We had an hour with him. And um, he's so lovely. He, I know I use the word ordinary, which of course he's not, but he's extraordinary ordinary. <laughs> and he's uh, very unpretentious, but very loving and very lovely. And we sat with him and Babaji. My husband went and some uh, students of Babaji's went, some disciples of his. And as I say, it was seven. And um, uh, before I went in, I said to Babaji, well, I don't, because it was only a few months later, I don't know what to say about a world peace mission. I mean, I, I can't think what to say. I don't understand it. I didn't understand what that was all about. It's, it's taking me all my time now to understand, because the divine gradually unfolds. Um, it gradually takes you on a journey, like the journey that's brought you here, Julian, and the, the, the journey that's brought me here. But um, I said to Babaji, well, you talk to the Dalai Lama. I don't know what to say. So we're sitting in with the Dalai Lama. I'm sitting there and I'm feeling quite comfortable. It's very pleasant. And then I hear Babaji say, and Elizabeth is now going to talk about the World Peace Mission. <laughs> and the Dalai Lama, 
he gets up on his chair, he sits forward on the edge of his chair, puts his hands on his lap, or on his legs, you know, like he does, and gives me his full attention. I thought, oh my goodness me. So I open to the divine word. I, I can't uh, work in any other way. And I talked about synchronicity, the divine plan, this divine river that flows through the whole of creative power is like a divine river, I feel. And through Kriya Yoga, we start to breathe with that divine river. In that divine river, there are people being born, people dying, people in other levels, people in other realms. Plants are growing, the rivers are running, the whole of creation, the sun is shining, the moon is glowing, the stars, the moon, everything is in that creative power. And in that, synchronicity happens. Like, why are we here together? Why was it I was asked to the Arthur Finley College? Why did we meet? What is it that the divine plan has for you to start this marvelous center? And so we're all here together. And the more that we become in harmony and light, then we get into that. And then that is the World Peace Mission because we find peace in that. And so that's why we're here together. And it's a divine plan. The World Peace Mission is a divine plan that we have to awaken to within us. Peace in yourself. Peace in our hearts. Peace in our minds. And then we are the World Peace Mission. Thank you for sharing those thoughts. And it, it truly is interesting when you talk about the World Peace Mission and, and what your values and your vision are. And it's it's been such a wonderful interview so far, Swami. And, and I know we've discussed on many times uh, the Kriya Yoga. Is it okay if we, we go into a meditation and uh, and you can show us firsthand and, and our podcast listeners can listen to that meditation? I always caveat it by saying, if you are going to do this meditation, please make sure that you are in full control of everything you're doing and you're not driving or you're not doing something that needs your full concentration. Uh, and if you want to take a seat and sit back, uh, I'm sure this meditation over the next two or three minutes will uh, will really provide a great upliftment for you and help you along your way. If you just close your eyes with me and you just go inside behind your eyes. The last person talked about the light and the eyes shining. So just gently come behind the eyes and gaze into the third eye in your forehead. As you're looking there, just Realize the breath within you. Feel the rise and fall of the breath. Breathing in and breathing out. I love it when we sit on a seashore and you feel those waves just breaking. Just breathing in and breathing out. Breathing in and breathing out. As we feel that rise and fall, it's down around the heart area. And you feel a movement 
of the rise and fall. As you breathe in, you might say Om inside yourself. As you breathe out, you can say Om. Om. Resounding in the whole of creation. Feel that breath within you. And now just take your attention down into your chest, down into your heart, inside you. Come down behind the eyes. And we enter into our hearts. Imagine opening a door. A door like a golden sun. As you enter that light within you, you smell the smell of roses, lilies, and you feel harmony. You feel peace. Your breath is calm and quiet. And your heart is full of light. Here residing within you is your soul. Your unique soul. It has come from the great, great soul. The supreme soul. To live here and express its beauty, love, harmony, light. Feel the peace within you. Feel the beauty within you. We can look all over the world. We can read every book. We can go to every workshop. When we sit quietly and breathe and enter that, you are entering the kingdom of heaven within yourself. the rise and fall of your breath in peace. Hold the hand of your soul. Love your soul. Love the self within you, your divine self. 
let it breathe you. We have an outer breath and an inner breath. The, the outer breath is excited, noisy, consumed with life. But when we go into the silence, we go into the inner peaceful breath. Gradually, gradually, your breath becomes one and your life changes. You change yourself. You change your world. It's peace in the heart and peace in the home. When you have a moment at home, just sit down and breathe inside. It's lovely to be with you today. Thank you very much. Gently come back. Gently open your eyes. Be here with us. Thank you. What more can I say? A truly blessed end to an amazing podcast. Thank you very much, Swami. God bless. Be love. And give love until the next time. Goodbye.